1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your
2: first three orders while supplies last.
1: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Here on our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, Mike to you along with the great Herb Tyler, and it's our Inside the Tiger Den feature. And we're going to go and talk about the uh, LSU strengths and weaknesses for this week's battle, and it'll be against Florida State. And our Inside the Tiger Den is brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to-tax resolution team. Go-to-tax, go, go Tigers. On our Oakland Harjula's Talk and Text line, Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network. Jeff Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, the wait is over. I should say it's <laughs> almost over. Uh, we just got a few more hours, but the, the long off season has finally ended and we're ready to roll. One of the guys Herb has not, uh, Herb and I have not talked about who I think could be a difference maker, especially in this game uh, because, and I've seen some long returns uh, in a number of college games this year. That's Aaron Anderson. And what's interesting is, Nick Saban this week uh, when he was talking about people that he lost in the transfer p- portal and he was like, yeah, you know, we, we always know that's going to happen. It, people we're going to lose here and there. But that's one guy I really hated to lose. All the Alabama media all said they turned and looked at one another. Aaron Anderson. <laughs> I think he can
0: have an impact today. Uh, I, I think it, as long as he catches the football, that will be the big thing. That's that's step one, Mike and Herb. And then, obviously, if he can create a little juice, can he can he make some game changing plays? It, it, LSU historically has had all you know all these great punt returners. You know whether yes. it was Tyran old Al Beckham, but the, the last few years, it, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle at the punt return position. They haven't been. You know, we thought Derek yeah. Stingley would be a guy that can really uh, make some things happen in the return game. And he had a couple of flashes, but he never took one into the end zone. I believe Trey Palmer is the last one to return a punt yep. for a touchdown. And that was back in 2019. So it's been a while. It's not been something, uh, obviously, part of LSU's arsenal here. But I think that certainly changes with uh, Aaron Anderson.
3: Aaron? Yeah, Jeff, man, I'm so happy to hear from you, man, and I'm so excited about tonight's game. I know you know how I feel right now, but I wanted to ask a question about Jordan Travis. So we talked about Jordan a little bit earlier in the show, and I wanted to get some feedback from you on where you think Jordan's game has improved from last year to this year and what do you think he's go- his outlook is going to be for this particular game?
0: Well, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I, I think this was a team that really – lean on the big plays through the air, right? I mean, he averaged 9.1 yards per pass attempt, and he's got these big wide receivers, and they like to throw it up there and try to really create some big plays that way. So, And they may be able to do that against, obviously, the question marks that are contained in LSU's defensive secondary. But if LSU is able to take away the big play from them, I mean, can he, you know, make the simple throws? Can he, can he make make the plays that are just gonna move the chains? I I think that, to me, is the question that I'm kind of waiting to see here. Um, You know, I'm expecting LSU to with with madhouse. uh, I'm expecting LSU to show a lot of different pressures. I'm I'm expecting, you know, that that LSU's defensive line is gonna be able to. I know there's all this talk about Florida State's experience on the offensive line, but I. I like the idea that LSU can get a little pass rush from him. I mean, can they, you know, can they force him into making any kind of mistakes? Uh, so I, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is, is if the deep ball isn't there, is he still going to be able to help uh, Florida State move the chains down the field?
2: One of the guys, uh, Herb and I haven't talked about, but he came in transfer and uh, got to see him play at Marshall. He and then he went to Tulane, and then all of a sudden he swung over to LSU. Uh, Number 14, uh, Andre Sam. Man, you talk about a dude that can play, and he is a hard-hitting guy. Uh, He smacks you around real good. And uh, one of the things, Jeffy does really well, and I've talked to a couple of uh, coaches at Marshall, and they say they used him a lot, is him coming off the edge on the safety blitz. Andre Sam, because he's made a big impact on this team. We were talking to Chris Lowe during the week on Sports Talk, And he said one of the first guys Brian Kelly mentioned to him was Andre Sam. So he said, Mike, I don't know, you know, you saying it, but that's the first – one of the first things also Coach Kelly spoke about too to me was about Sam. I think he's been flying under the radar, right? I I think, you know, you look at
0: where he's been, McNeese, Marshall, you're like, okay, that's it's not like he's been to – you know alabama georgia now all of a sudden he's coming to lsu right, right i mean he's right. uh you know so you're like okay well you know what what's the what's the deal with this guy but this is a guy that's played a ton of football yeah. um and i think he is one of the one of the guys that at this moment could be really underrated i, I was asking uh you know i host the tiger rag radio show had both of you guys on and one of my co-hosts todd Todd Horton, the editor of Tiger Rag, I said, Who's gonna be the guy? I asked him, who's the guy that after the end of this game that you're gonna that fans are gonna sit there and say, Man, that guy's a pretty good player? My guess or my my statement was Savion Jones, his was Andre Sam. I think he could be certainly a guy that can make some big time plays. And I think uh him his addition has allowed them to then experiment a little bit with Sage Ryan. Can Sage Ryan go out there and play? You know, the outside corner, uh, we, we know he can already play a little nickelback, but could he be over there and that we got Major Burns and Sam as our two main safeties? I think a, a reason why they've been able to do that with Sage is because of the addition of Andre Sam.
3: Jeff, the, the, the fly on the wall here, right? The biggest thing that I want to talk about, we've talked about quarterbacks, running backs, defensive ends, linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, and everything else. One of the reasons why we lost that game last year against Florida State was the kicking game. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Ramos. Let's talk a little bit about, a little bit more about Aaron Anderson and what we think he can bring to the table. Because remember, Malik Labors dropped a couple of punts last year and uh, put us in some in some really bad, precarious situations. So let's talk a little bit about the kicking game and special teams and how that's going to affect this game today.
2: Guys, just think of this. With all the screw-ups on special teams, that you had a, a, an opportunity to tie that game to going overtime, yep. man, you were lucky. You really were yeah. uh, to be in that spot because if anything could have went wrong on special teams, <laughs> it, it did. did. <laughs> and it did at the end to, <laughs> to cost you, too. I think uh,
0: I, you know, for, we talked about Aaron Anderson. I think uh, he's certainly a guy that's going to can make some plays. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any chances to return kicks, but you know, watching Caleb Jackson flash the way he did yes, in the uh, in the scrimmage uh, gives you a feeling that okay, if they kick away from him and they go to Caleb Jackson, he can make some plays. But we went into this we went into this preseason camp with uh, a bit of a battle at at uh, field goal kicker. You know, uh, Ramos, uh, he made some big kicks. He also missed a few kicks. Uh, it wasn't any – and a, you have this Nathan Dybert guy from Michigan who was one of the top place kickers in high school when he was coming out of high school. So you had this battle, but Brian Kelly at the end of uh, this past week with one of his last meetings with the media, talked. He, he said that Ramos has had an excellent camp. So if that's, if that's accurate – uh, I, I you got to feel good that, you know, Damian can certainly get the job done. Uh, there's and, and I think the other thing that you'll see, guys, with special teams, because we saw this a lot uh, with the ability to watch practices. You're going to see a bunch of starters playing on special teams. Yeah, they are not going to let what happened a year ago uh, where special teams was 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 such a, a sore spot for this team. They do not want that to occur again. I, I still not exactly uh, you know I still don't like the fact that they don't have a quote unquote you know a special teams coordinator that's really focusing in on that I, I don't still like the idea of that and you got you know several coaches pitching in and, and stuff like that um, you know I, I, I'm not a big fan of that but uh, I think they are I think there is a concentrated effort to make sure that special teams is not going to be an Achilles heel like it was a season ago
2: Last question to you, Jeff. Uh, man, a war horse last year. You talk about a tough dude, Makai Wingo. Uh, you know, it's amazing. His playmaking skills, playing a position on the nose where you don't really hear a lot about that. You really kind of uh, just sort of making a jam then your linebackers make the play. But Makai was so athletic. But you talk about a warrior to be out there on the field for as long as he was, and he didn't have nothing behind him. Uh, you know, at least this year, you know, uh, you know. once things straighten out with, with Mason, you got Jacobian that would be able to fill in there. Also, Jordan Jefferson and not the former Destrahan quarterback who played at LSU. This Jordan's a, a little more than 100 pounds more than yeah. the other, the past Jordan, uh, to fill in there. Man, Makai Wingo and what he means to this football team. Man, he is – you talk about a stalwart in the middle. You know, he reminds me a little bit of it, and I told him this. Marlon Favorite. he's bigger than Marlon was because Marlon probably was 285 back then uh, when he played. Uh, Makai's probably a little over 300, but he reminds me a lot of Favorite. Yeah, and he's going to get a little more bre- – you know, obviously they don't have Mason Smith in
0: this game. But I don't. He's not as much as going to be asked of him this time around, right? They got more defensive tackles to use. Obviously, Jacoby and Gillery is a guy that, you know, this is his time. He's been around now. I think this is his third season. This is his time for him to really uh, assert himself. And then you bring in the transfer Jordan Jefferson from West Virginia. You get Jalen Lee, the former Live Oak Stark. You get him coming back at home, coming back to home. And that was another area where Brian Kelly just really feels so much better than uh, a season ago. And uh, I, I thought Makai Wingo a year ago was an unsung hero for that 10-win team because when Mason Smith went down, there was a collective uh-oh across the state of Louisiana, and this guy stepped up. Uh, and, and, again, here's another guy, a transfer from Missouri. You're saying, oh, he's coming from Missouri. How good can he really be? Well, you, you know, give them a little coaching, give them a little direction, give them give them some talent around them, and watch them blossom. And that's what you see with uh, you know some of these players. So you know, Brian Kelly had a lot of success uh, with the transfer portal last year. There was a lot of guys that they pulled out of the transfer portal that really worked out well for him. He, he's got an idea, he's got a vision of what he expects those players to do. So some of these other guys that are coming in, like the, the Andre Sams of the world and, and so forth that you think are not, you know, the Omar States. Yep. I think you're going to hear his name a ton here tonight. Yep. Um, I think there's an idea of how they want to use these guys and why why they targeted them. And now it's, it's their chance to go out there and shine.
2: Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. And uh, yes, hopefully uh, we'll be talking about a victory uh, the, tonight.
0: Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks so Enjoy much. The
2: Jeff Palermo from Louisiana Radio Network. That's our Inside the Tiger Den segment brought to you by Go Tax Resolution, your go-to tax resolution team. Go Tax Go. Go Tigers. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating show right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL.